0: So, good morning, Blue Jays fans. Another disappointing outing for the Toronto Blue Jays. They could not back a solid outing by Ryan Barucki. Barucki once again proving that he needs to be a member of this pitching staff as he just completely mows through the Minnesota Twins for six innings. No earned runs. Two happened while he was on the mound thanks to some errors. Six innings of work allowing just six hits, no walks, and two strikeouts. Brucky completely pounded the strike zone and was very, very effective in this one. So here's the fun opinion. How does he not stay in this rotation for the rest of the season? I think this has to happen one way or the other, and you need to give him a chance to shine. And I think he could be a very valuable part to this uh, pitching rotation that clearly needs some filling in after you know the other day's disastrous um, bullpen match. But Jose Barrios was on the mound for the Minnesota Twins, and he continues to be a stellar find for them. But Baraki went toe-to-toe with him through six innings, and unfortunately the Blue Jays' offense just could not get anything going, getting just five hits off of uh, Barrios and company from the Minnesota Twins. Those five hits, two of those went to Lourdes Gurriel Jr., who picked up his sixth multi-hit game as a rookie for the Toronto Blue Jays. That is a franchise-tying record for a rookie within the time frame that he's been. Um, very impressive. He is now batting 295, and he obviously had the home run the other night. The only uh, extra base hit of the game for the Toronto Blue Jays was a Younger Salarte double, and he went one for three, and kendrick Morales and Devin Travis had the only other hits. So nothing close to being enough in this game to be able to get something going for Ryan Barucki to pick up his first Major League win. He is currently sitting at an unjustifiable 0-2 record since his Major League debut. And you look at the talent that he's faced throughout that time, the Astros, Yankees, so on and so forth. It's very impressive to see that he has a 2.79 ERA out in the season in those starts. John Axford would get come in to relieve him and had the hardest time. Picks up four outs, allows just two hits, but picks up three earned runs while walking a batter and allowing a, a big bomb to... Uh, Eddie Escobar, so that's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Aaron Loop and Sam O would come in combined for the ninth inning, and it only allowed one hit between the pair. So not quite enough for the Toronto Blue Jays to be able to run away with this, and hopefully this offense finds a way to get going soon enough because it's becoming kind of hard to uh, watch. So some Blue Jays updates. Marco Estrada was removed during his uh, AAA start yesterday and it was due to a blister and we'll get to the AAA report and whatnot here in a few minutes, but he was removed from the game after three and a third and we'll go to the full thing there. Eliza Diaz is recovering from his left thumb injury. Hopefully he'll be back soon. And that's pretty much it at the moment for the news, other than that people are knocking on the door for plenty of Blue Jays players, including Jay Happ, Kevin Pillar, so on and so forth. Apparently the asking price is a little steep for Jay Happ, and many teams have already said that. So hopefully something happens here that we can get a piece for uh, one of those guys, because we could definitely use some pitching. So tonight... The Blue Jays will be wrapping up this series against the Minnesota Twins before they hit the road to go to Chicago to face the White Sox. Uh, Sam Gavilio will be facing Irvin Santana today. And Gavilio has been very solid, but I don't know if he's a very big piece to this rotation going forward. Currently 2-3 and three with a 4.59 ERA. He's definitely earned a chance to prove himself the rest of this season, in my opinion. So now, Blue Jays fans, we head down to the farm where, as I mentioned, Marco Estrada was making his start for the Buffalo Bisons and got a blister and left the game. He went three and a third with three earned runs, two walks, which allowed two home runs as we see a little too much of the typical uh, Marco Estrada there. Three strikeouts as well. Also getting into this game was, uh, for the first part of it, was Zach Stewart, former Blue Jay uh, farmhand, got an inning and two-third and didn't allow a run and allowed just one hit. And Roberto Osuna makes his debut um, for the Buffalo Bisons, allowing two hits in his one inning of work. Unfortunately, the Buffalo Bisons were cut down by the uh, Louisville Bats in the first part of this doubleheader and lost three to nothing and only picked up two hits during this whole entire game. Anthony Alford and Dalton Pompey were those two hits. Moving on to game two for the Buffalo Bisons. Uh, where they unfortunately did not pick up the win. But they did find their offense a little bit. So Matt Tracy pick, picked up the start. Five and two thirds. Three hits. Two earned runs. Two walks. Five strikeouts. So a pretty decent line for him. That definitely kept the Bisons in the uh, game here. Leading the herd, though, was Richard Urena, who hit a solo home run to really kick off the offense in the fourth inning. And the the Bisons would just kind of keep going along from that. Um, Jonathan Davis, who is up, picked up a uh, RBI single. Dalton Pompey, oh, sorry, Davis was a double. And Tim Lopes all had doubles to go along with that. So four extra base hits in this game. Led the, to three runs for the Buffalo Bisons, but unfortunately the Louisville Bats had a big inning and kind of ran away with it. So Craig Breslow gets credited with the blown save for allowing one earned run during his uh, during the sixth inning, trying to pick up Matt Tracy's rough fat inning there. Three runs scored in the inning. And then Justin Schaefer would allow one run, unearned run, in there in his last inning and two-thirds. And it would be a walk. It would be... Um, yeah, just a loss for the Buffalo Bisons as they go to 45 and 50 as they struggle to get to the the 500 mark here. Apparently, moving right along, the New Hampshire Fisher Cats could not quite get the offense going. There was plenty of chances, but they just could not come back to beat the Reading Fighting Fills, and they would lose five to two despite having ten hit, or 11 hits in the game. Uh Bo Bichette let off and had two of those hits, one of them being his sixth triple of the season. He is now currently batting 271 at the top of the New Hampshire Fisher-Cat lineup. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. picks up a double. That is his 19th of the season and in, watches his batting average still sit above the four hundred mark. Kevin Biggio picking up a hit as well, but Juan Kelly leading the offense with three hits. And one of those was also a double and went three for four with a run scored. Harold Ramirez would drive in one. no, sorry. Harold Ramirez would have a multi-hit game as well with two for three. The uh, runs were drove in by Connor Panis on a sack fly. And Eduard Pinto, who has been doing very well in a utility role for the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, went one for four. So on the mound... T.J. Zojc had a decent start going, and then everything seemed to come off the chains in the fifth inning, as he went. They, he was quickly tagged for five earned runs, seven hits, and uh, allowed just one walk and six strikeouts. But that home run and everything in the uh, fifth inning really sealed the win for the right, the fighting Phils. Zach Jackson would come in, Kirby Snead, and Andrew Case would lock things up, but. The damage had already been done in the one inning against Soy, as he get, picks up his fourth loss to make his current record 6-4 with the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. Now to the last game in the Blue, Blue Jays' high end of the season for the full season teams. The Dunedin Blue Jays were tagged by the Lakeland Flying Tigers for five runs in the late innings, losing the game 5-1. to one. Yezney Diaz was on the mound and... Through four innings, was masterful. Into the fifth inning, he ran into a little bit of a wall, his control struggled a little bit, six hits over five and two-thirds for him, three walks, those three earned runs, and then seven strikeouts, which is the typical M.O. for he hasn't had Diaz. He's got a powerful arm, and he does like to pound the strike zone to the point where he just makes batters miss, so... Very, very good performance for the first part of this game, but unfortunately things kind of came off in the middle of the game for the, the Deedon Blue Jays. Andy Ravel came in to try and stop the bleeding, but through his inning in a third unfortunately allowed two more earned runs, and that, that would seal the deal. Angel Padormo got in an inning of work as well, allowed just one hit and a walk during his one inning of work. On offense, the Blue Jays were only able to muster one run and went one for six with runners in scoring position. They had some opportunities from walks and stri- walks and six hits, and just could not bring that base runner around. The only RBI went to Logan Warmoth on a double that drove in um, Rodrigo Orozco. So, like I said, just n- plenty of opportunities, but not enough to keep everything going. Brock Lundquist would go two for two and, hit, and continues to be very impressive with another two walks as he shows an advanced plate appearance throughout this game. And he's been doing very well since he was called up from the Lansing Lugnuts. The other hits went to Joshua Polisios, Logan Warmuth, uh, Riley Adams, and Yeltsin Ganino. So everybody that wraps it up here on the morning mash here on the Jaybird watching Gamecast. Don't forget the blue Jays have Sam Gaviglio on the mound this afternoon at four as they get away get on getaway day here. And Irvin Santana will be on the mound for the Minnesota twins. Hopefully the blue Jays can get some offense going and give us some good news and some reasons to shout. Other than that here on the, uh, Jaybird, watching GameCast, we will make sure we have all your Blue Jays news for you and all the trade updates and everything that are eventually coming. If you're looking for tickets, don't forget to hit up SeatGiant.ca and use the promotion code uh, Jaybird, and they will get a nice five ten percent discount. I forget what it is off the top of my head right now, but anyways, cheap seats always a good thing. Hit those subscribe buttons all over the internet, I said. Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, so on and so forth. And we will be here every weekday morning along with anything we can possibly do. We're looking for scheduling our next live show, but unfortunately I'm even right now in Virginia and hoping to be able to get to a Bluefield Blue Jays game this evening and see what I can see down there at the ballpark. So everybody peace out, go Blue Jays, and have a
1: nice evening. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.